0: Welcome, students, to Ghoulish University. That's inception! <laughs>
1: Good evening, class, and welcome to Ghoulish University, the podcast where we study everything that is tales from the crypt. I am your host, Headmistress Logan, and joining me tonight is our local professor of astrology, Thon. How's it going, Thon? Hey, that's me. Hey, that's you. <laughs>
2: What's up? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, got a got a thunderstorm rolling through here, so you know that's always fun got the dog uh she's got her calming treats she's trying to chill out oh so we got that going on how about you
1: man they were teasing us with the weather today because we kept getting uh rain coming in soon and we all turned around we were in the office and we looked and we were like not a cloud in the sky and then i came back from lunch and there were some like bunch of clouds and wind rolled in so we were like oh hell yeah it's about to rain and then it just didn't rain got home <laughs> No rain. I was pretty bummed. I'm a I'm a fan of the rain storms <laughs> and stuff. That's until they turn into tornado warnings and shit. Then I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. But Casey doesn't like thunderstorms.
2: No, she doesn't like any of that stuff.
1: Are you giving her puppy weed?
2: Um kind of. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, melatonin.
2: There's, yeah, there's little like treats that have like um melatonin and hemp and uh something else. She likes them. Give her a couple and she's like, mellows out.
1: Dogs with anxiety. I, I know oh, that yeah, life yeah. well.
2: <laughs> I got her a little cave built in the closet too. Oh. She can go in there. She likes to go in there and just hide and lay down and stuff. So,
1: I right. I should build a cave in the closet for myself, honestly. <laughs> All right. And our good buddy, Professor of, what is it this week?
3: i'm gonna be a gym teacher this week
1: okay <laughs> professor of PE, it is naterade what's going on
3: yeah, we're gonna to get up to working out this week
0: <laughs> let's get physical physical wow.
3: <laughs> we're not skipping leg day this week Don.
1: never skip leg day
2: never <laughs> skip leg day is this so? This is an actual BE class. You're not, uh, you know, just having kids play dodgeball.
3: <laughs> I I have the kids stand at the wall and I throw dodgeballs at them <laughs> for my amusement.
1: <laughs> and then the wrench is next semester.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like a good plan. Any any bad weather in your area?
3: No, just a lot of humidity. It's pretty, pretty hot here. Disgusting. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing too bad here. Just hot heat.
1: Just <laughs> hot as hell. Hot um, well, that is. Hot,
3: hot heat. That's right. <laughs> Bring in the hot heat in gym class.
1: That sounds on brand for Hot Ghoul Summer. So we'll.
2: <laughs> that was a good one.
1: <laughs> we'll get moving right on to today's episode so
2: all right okay students it's time to take your seats i'm about to teach you a lesson
0: Sorry, I don't understand. oh the hello
1: Sorry, right, google <laughs> oh wait for the seance bitch <laughs>
2: <laughs> i all thought right. you straight up did have a ghost
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's the other roommate Trying to get him to pay some rent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the episode opens up with the Crypt Keeper uh, dropping an axe right into a heart. And uh, he drops some good puns. Well, I think they're good. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. It's a, a metaphor. said, so, you know by now who's here to feed your fear. Me, the Crypt Keeper. Bitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, what's the name of this episode? Oh, it is...
2: Lover um, Come Hack to Me.
1: Lover okay. Come Hack to Me. Yes.
3: Sorry. I kind
2: of like that. I kind of like
3: that
1: title. I I need to get better about um saying the name of the actual episode we're talking about. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 5, Lover Come Hack to Me. So... The episode opens up with the Crypt Keeper dropping his normal puns. And he says, you know by now who's here to feed your fear. And then he says, we're going to take a ride to Honeymoon Hell. So that kind of gives us the idea of where we're headed. Um, And then we go into a rather confusing scene as we hear an organ version of Here Comes the Bride. But we see a family standing outside their house, dressed all in black. As we see our main characters, Peggy and Charles, in an embrace and they break away, Peggy's aunt comes after her, telling her that she'll regret marrying him. And then she turns to Charles and says that she knows he's only marrying her for her money. And as they're about to leave, he also tells Edith that she has one week to move out of the house because they're kicking her out. We then cut to the couple driving through a stormy night, looking for their road, and they see a fallen tree. As Peggy convinces Charles to go out and find, not find, and move the fallen tree, he asks her for a flashlight and opens the glove compartment, seeing a revolver. He asks her if it is hers, and she says no, and he's like, all right, well, I guess your Aunt Peggy put it in there, and he takes it. As he goes out to take the tree out of the road, he sees a house in the clearing and unsuccessfully tries to move the tree before going back inside the car and saying they need to go back. But then he sees that the keys are missing, and they decide to go try and see if they can go into the house. As they go, they see the house is empty, and Peggy finds a key under a flower pot. They unlock the door, and Peggy suggests that Charles carry her over the threshold because it's their wedding night. Charles begrudgingly picks her up and takes her inside. Peggy tries to call AAA, but the line is dead. While exploring the house, Peggy is frightened at the sight of a large battle axe. She notices that the fireplace has fresh wood, and they light a fire. Charles demands that Peggy take off her wet clothes so that they can dry, and then says, it's about time that we saw each other naked, don't you think? All right, so what are our thoughts going into this? The beginning of this episode Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: i don't know like, <laughs> what is this <laughs> I, i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be uh i'm gonna be a grumpy one on this episode <laughs> all right <laughs> I, was, I was not uh, a big fan of this one <laughs> My first thought was
3: the guy. What's the guy's name? Charles. Alex, Charles. Charles. Charles? <coughs> Charles looks like a poor man's Fabio. He's got the <laughs> hair, the muscles. He just doesn't have the accent.
1: No, what did he look like? He looked like oh. He didn't look like Billy from Stranger Things, but he looked like someone else. He almost looked like Zac Efron with Fabio hair. <laughs> <laughs> No, he looks like Jared Leto from the '90s. Is what he looks like. Oh, I could see that. He kind of looks like Jared Leto that. from uh, there's some like movie that he was in where he was the heartthrob for a while. All of them. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, is, it, is
3: it Morbius? Morbin time?
1: <laughs> Morbin time. No, <laughs> it was like all that or something like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> We don't support cult leaders here at this podcast, <laughs> so let's just drop it, shall we?
2: <laughs> um, so, did the car key thing like, like? So it's not suspicious at all that the car key was missing to him, like right?
0: <laughs>
3: and she was just like,
2: "Nope, I didn't do anything with it.
3: <laughs> he must have had it outside. It
1: felt that yeah. hole in your pocket." <laughs> Peggy quickly gaslit him into thinking that he took them outside with him and he was like, yeah, they're in the tree now, I guess. Fuck.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: he would have heard it. Right. Like, he would have heard the like, ding, ding,
2: or whatever. Also, Did so, he really like, think he could move that tree?
3: Dude, it looked like he was there for a moment. <laughs> this guy's actually moving the entire tree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious as they were driving uh, driving to their location that she was looking at the map and he's like what does the map say it's like oh I don't know I can't read maps <laughs> 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 <I'm> like, <laughs> I was losing it it's like why are you even looking at it then? <laughs> he had the same reaction
1: <laughs> well I think it's also like and I know that, like, I don't know. I feel like it was done. I um, I really like this episode, actually. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so I can't wait for the discussion. Um, I thought it was really, like, the way. So here's the thing. Is that, like, Edith was just over here telling Charles that, like, she knows that he only married her for her mother's money and all this other stuff. And he's like, but I love her fuck you, you're getting kicked out next week. But also, like, he still kind of was like, which I fully didn't believe that he loved her from the start. Right. But he, you know, that scene of him saying, like, why would I ever get marrying the woman I love? Or something like that. And he, you know, kind of plays along with it. And then we get into the car and her being like, I don't know how to read a map. And he, like, snatches it out of her hand. And he's immediately, like, being a douchebag to her. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, he married her for his money. Right. Um, Which, I don't know, I... That I thought was like a, I guess the, I don't know. I keep wanting to use the word juxtaposition whenever I think about this episode because I think about like, or what's the other word? I don't want to say
2: juxtaposition, but it
1: it was really ironic how like they were wearing all black at the wedding and it was played. Like contrast. The contrast, yeah. Like, you know, you would almost expect that they were at a funeral. And, yeah. but here comes the bride is playing. So you're also kind of like, you're doing, like, the dog head tilt. Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um, and, and so, like, I I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting. And then, like, it's clearly like, oh, okay, yeah, they're getting married. But he says he loves her. But she has a fortune behind her name. Okay, he doesn't actually love her.
3: <laughs> oh, he loves her. He loves her with all his heart.
1: He loves her virginity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was the other thing. I was like, so the, so the guy's going to... The guys planning on forcing himself on her. Well, and, that's and then killing her and taking her money. But yeah, he's,
1: because he, he's he... going to
2: shoot her. hmm He's just going to say someone broke in, right?
1: Well, we haven't gotten to that part yet. God, part. Um, spoiler alert. Sorry. But that's not till the third act, bro.
2: <laughs> no, but Mom's just but but in that act, like you knew that. He was he, just for him, money. Yeah, right.
1: You see him. Yeah, you know he wants it for her money, and you and see, then he's see him take the revolver. Like,
2: and then he's like, "Take your clothes off."
1: And then, he, <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, take hey, off your "You might as well get it
3: in."
0: Might yeah, as well get mean, it in.
1: <laughs> um. Also, like, I think I was deciding on whether or not I was going to be like. How like because I think another thing, another reason why I like this episode honestly is because like, granted, like it, it shows how nervous Peggy is about having sex for the first time, and I can identify with that quite a bit. So mm-hmm. like, list like watching her, you know, kind of like go through that whole deal. Like he's like, all right, take off your clothes, and she's immediately like, what do you why 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 do I need to take off my clothes? And he's like, because they're wet, and it's our wedding night. Like kind of just, you know, like that's. What I guess people would expect would happen if that I guess I don't know how common it also was to wait until marriage whenever this was filmed, back in the nineteen eighty nine? Yeah, like was it was it no, it wasn't common to wait until marriage. No, no. I figured not. I don't know. Is, is it
2: I, ever I was gonna say, I got I got I got maybe some news for you. I don't <laughs> think it's ever been. <laughs> I would say there's probably a pretty high percentage throughout history that did not wait until marriage. Now,
1: <laughs> forgive me for, for showing how like much I sheltered myself. Not even the fact that my parents sheltered. I sheltered myself so much. So like up until, how old am I? Two, three years ago, I was like, I'm going to wait until marriage to have sex. So like <laughs> that just my whole life has been like, oh, okay, that's when it happens. That's not what we're talking about anyway. What I'm saying is like I I remember
3: when I was young and naive.
1: (laughs) So, but but like you see how nervous she is. I'm definitely gonna cut some of that out. (laughs) No, it's gotta stay in. (laughs) (laughs) So people gotta know. Uh, Who else? (laughs) Who else? I was gonna say
2: Naderate. Naderate's still waiting for marriage.
1: it's like this whore
2: <laughs> you slut <laughs> whore.
1: <laughs> whore sorry yeah this whore <laughs> so anyway I, what i'm saying is like peggy really communicates at least that she is like scared as hell about having sex and it like so personally i was able to identify with that she even you get the uh The shot of, like, him, like, taking his pants off. And so, like, you see his butt. And it's, like, couch, butt, axe. And, like, that (laughs) shot, like, in the doorway. I don't know. I was like, huh.
2: And she almost passed out. (laughs) Hey, if I had an ass like that,
3: I'd be almost passing out, too. It's a hot ass. (laughs) Um. i like how i like how he sits on the couch right away like that house has been abandoned for 20 years and i would not be sitting on that furniture
1: His Bare cheeks yeah sitting on this dusty ass crusty ass couch that
3: was the grossest thing about this episode was <laughs> sitting your crusty ass on that episode on that uh, couch
2: he...
1: i didn't even think he... about that
2: he bare cheeked it right up on that <laughs> dusty ass old couch.
1: And I that couch looked like it was the material that's like not comfortable for the naked skin to be right. on No. Like it looked like it was very um like that weird silk. Like anyway, that doesn't matter. It yeah. didn't look yeah. comfortable. He's, got,
3: he's yeah. got spiders crawling up his crack now. Yeah. Personally,
1: I definitely would have been like, hey, um, let's put a blanket down. With her, like, side-pitched <laughs> voice. I will say, like, the worst thing about this episode is Peggy's voice. She, that was a awesome. lot. <laughs> that's that not, unbearable. that's
2: not a, that's her voice. Like, she, every like that is, other stuff she's in, that's her voice.
1: Oh, that's not an accent? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. It's
3: not like, what's her name from that? It's not like, yeah, it's what's not her name not from like that? Leah Carter's Thompson off, last week. Not or Leah
0: like- Thompson. <laughs> Shoot your dick <laughs> off. <laughs>
1: you pointy, it's not marty McFly's mom yeah <laughs> so okay well i i feel a little less bad a, a little less feel a little bad about saying that but um It's fine she's got an it's, annoying it's, voice
2: it's yeah well, it's her, it is her accent
1: well uh, we'll we'll actually we'll get to her during where are they now cuz i may have seen her somewhere um yeah. we'll find out <laughs> so um so yeah, is that kind of all we have for this first, first chunk of the show? Or uh, it-
2: yeah, we got the bare ass cheeks on the crusty
3: couch. so I think we're all good.
1: I think we've got all. I deep. do. I do want to
2: touch back on. She did legit almost pass out when she saw that ass. <laughs> like what was that? Let's
1: <laughs> <laughs> get back to. Okay, that was so funny because she. <laughs> She, she had the, the hands clock. over the
3: mouth and everything,
1: <laughs> like
2: she Stumbled, clutching the wall.
3: She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna squeeze those ass cheeks real hard.
1: Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I I took that as her being instantly nervous by seeing like how naked he was. She was immediately like, oh, "Fuck, I'm about to have sex." Fuck.
0: <laughs>
1: well, she
3: probably was, but I like to take it the other way too. It's more
1: fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that ass, the ass
2: is to the for
1: there are two kinds of people in the world
2: <laughs> either that or maybe she was actually thinking like he's gonna put his bare ass on that couch
0: <laughs> <laughs> up, sir, god, no. <laughs> oh
1: god no oh, shit so um alright it sounds like we're about to get some sex education though <laughs> here is what not to do <laughs>
3: What's so, up, Dyna?
1: <laughs> so, um, so Peggy goes back into the room with her bag, and she um, walks up to Charles, and he starts trying to take her clothes off, but she says she needs to get ready, so she goes back to the room and starts undressing herself in front of her bag, and sorry, yoohoo okay. As she starts undressing, she asks, she says, you don't find me attractive, do you? And implies that he only married her for her money. Charles initially brushes her comments off until she says that Aunt Edith was right. And he comforts her by telling her that, you know I love you, and he kisses her. He then, again, starts trying to have sex with her and reminding her that it was always her who said no. (laughs) And she tells him that it's because she wanted tonight to be perfect. Tonight has to be perfect. He carries her to the couch, and then she tells him to stop, and she wants to move to a bed. So they go upstairs, and they find a bed, and she tells Charles to light the conveniently placed candles while she gets dressed. Charles is clearly growing more impatient and brandishes the revolver as he lights the candles. Sorry. Brandishes the revolver as he... He's mumbling something to himself about... I don't know how much he loves her. Um, Once Peggy is done getting ready, she asks... "Mm." Once Peggy is done getting ready, she walks out in sexy lingerie and makeup. She says that she would do anything for him. And Charles says, I would do anything for you, and quietly mumbles to himself, and your bank account. (laughs) As Peggy starts to flirt with him a little bit, we clutch cut to the ticking clock and go about to back to them as they're about to start doing the deed. And before they start, Charles stops and asks Peggy if she actually is a virgin. And when she says yes, he responds, good. And then we go through a very, very long sex scene. Um, a very long, uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. Uncomfortable sex scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> After um <laughs> anyway Don's face right now i'm <laughs> having a hard time <laughs> after they finish peggy says that she knows they made a child and that this was as perfect as their love will ever get we then cut to charles sleeping in the bed by himself he wakes up in the middle of the night by he hears another man's voice he sees peggy running up to the other man outside the other man's name being alan and suddenly we see a different sorry cut um after we finish peggy says that she knows they made a child and it was as perfect as as it will ever get we then cut to charles sleeping in the bed by himself he wakes up in the middle of the night and hears another man's voice he looks outside and sees peggy running up to another man suddenly we see a different side of peggy telling the man that she wants him and she starts ripping his clothes off Charles watches as Peggy drags Alan onto the couch and they both have sex right in front of him. He goes upstairs and talks himself through what he just watched. He remembered that the merit, his marriage certificate is real and that she and her money belong to him. Downstairs we see Peggy giving Alan the same talk about the baby that she is sure they made. Charles comes downstairs and watches Peggy get up from the couch. And walk over to the axe as she talks about how time would just sour her love with Alan. And she starts killing him. As we see... Okay, skirt. Sorry, there we go. Now that I've gotten through that... Um, hey, you you are right. No, I'm good. I'm good. I just forgot how to read for a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... How was that for everyone? That's good. This, uh, this section here. What was... Everyone else thinking.
2: (laughs) First of all, the two worst sex scenes ever in TV history. No! Yeah, probably. (laughs) They were bad. That was ridiculous.
3: There was a lot of tongue.
2: (laughs) Like, I don't know what, what is going on here. Also, like, I get that, like, maybe they were trying to do it on a purpose. No, I, I can't even say that. I was going to say there's no chemistry between anyone in this, in 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 this. So I would say that they're they were going to do it on purpose, but I would feel like there'd be more anti chemistry between those characters. There was like none.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I I, I think that I kind of like you said. I kind of just explained it away to like, well, in this moment, like since this is my first time watching the episode tonight, I. I was, and at the first moment, I was kind of like, okay, like, obviously, like, it's, it's about, you know, a couple, one of them's going to try to kill the other one. And I was kind of just trying to figure out who, because they make it seem, they try to make it seem like, oh, Charles is going to be the one who tries to kill her because he just wants her for her money. And then, or maybe that's honestly, that, you know, maybe was his plan all along. I think he admits to that. And then you see Peggy acting like hella suspicious, like, oh, I don't know how to read a map. Oh, there's a revolver in the car. Oh, the keys. You took them outside with you. So, like, it's obvious that Peggy and Peggy's like, there's an axe in this house. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) you know, like, then it's like, okay, well, clearly, like, I think both of them are going to try to kill each other. Um, So that's why I was also kind of like, I don't, I mean, both of them are kind of just ready to be done with the sex anyway. Um, Because they're both just like, I'm going to kill you anyway. So that's why the lack of chemistry didn't bother me.
2: Their screams literally broke glass on the clock.
3: I loved that. The, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and the glass was, on the clock shatters? That was that made me laugh.
2: Those were not I don't know what kind of screams they were. <laughs> they were I not the know, kind of sounds.
3: You don't make those sounds there, Thun? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Logan apparently does. She's
1: not happy about it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that. It's just <laughs> the um, the, I don't know. Like like I said, I, there, I think we, we I think you guys and me have like different thought processes about this scene here because like also they really stress how Peggy was a virgin, which I hate the word virgin. Like just say you've never had sex before. It's, there's nothing special about it. But right. like for women, like losing, not losing. See, there I go. It's just for women having sex for the first time is usually fucking painful. And Charles was right. not holding back. Oh, yeah. He was. Charles was like, was You're a virgin, hard. right? Yeah. And he just immediately starts going fucking ham. And it's like, yeah. Oh. So I was watching that and I was like cringing because I was like, Oh, ow. That, oh, my God.
2: <laughs> so that, that, I get that. Like, yeah. I would understand that more Mm -hmm. the way i read it was i didn't buy for a second that she was actually a virgin (laughs) (laughs) like not one second did i ever (laughs) believe that she was a virgin (laughs) that's not how i read the episode the entire way like you said you're like you realize oh she's she's clearly playing him so like if she's played him all these other times oh oh of course i'm a virgin no come on (laughs) and then right after that she's hooking up with the other guy so you know yeah
1: well we i mean well well, i'll ask y'all about that whenever we get to that next set because feel like there's a discussion we can have about that um well
2: and i know where i know what you're talking about with it because i I understand what the character was and everything mm. but like still like yeah
1: no i i understand (laughs) i think that's also since i was still in the like questioning section of my experience watching this movie i was like is she actually like i did kind of question it but there's still like based on the way that she was acting even whenever he couldn't see her i was kind of like oh she's scared and i don't know if she was playing that off like like i said i feel like i just kind of watched this from like a different angle but also like her never being like a virgin to begin with makes sense with what we kind of expect this is going to be because they've already kind of communicated that she is going to axe murder him.
2: <laughs> um, anyway. With the <laughs> biggest axe ever. That <laughs> thing huge. That was a medieval battle like, axe. <laughs> yeah, like an executioner's axe.
1: Well, do you want like a fucking or... lame, boring, regular axe sitting on your wall? It's not yeah, like this no, but this <laughs> this was like
2: po com- this was like comically large, <laughs> and the way she was having to swing it and everything she had to swing it like a scythe because <laughs> she had to like completely pivot around to swing her muscle.
1: her skinny arms, <laughs> yeah picking up that axe it was like yeah, like picking it up,
2: <laughs> yeah, the thing was incredibly large,
1: yeah, it was for sure, um, but. You know peggy maybe she's just stronger than she she gives off she already is like a master manipulator so
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the mm-hmm. sex crazed maniac
2: <laughs> their baby is just this big <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> my god <laughs> she's she's probably pro-life <laughs> <laughs> She's a, a life begins a conception kind of
0: kind
1: of chick. Baby is really. this shit. She's this chick. She's- <laughs> Uh that whole segment where she's like trying to have this romantic pillow talk with him about the baby that she is sure they just made was so like difficult for me to watch, especially as she starts being like, This is as perfect as our love will ever get. And I was like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's when I knew I was like, She's gonna kill him. Like as if I didn't already Oh, my God. I
2: saw that that coming. I saw that cat jump up there and sneak up on you.
1: (laughs) I I just see this little black fuzz and I was like, fuck. Um, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That was funny. Um, Damn you, Milo. (laughs) Milo strikes again. Um, But as... Like, I... Sorry, skirt. So as Peggy's trying to talk to him just about, you know... All that, sorry. That's when I knew. That's the moment I knew. Good Taylor Swift song. Isn't that right, Milo? Oh, he's trying to bite me now. Uh, okay. So let's go ahead and move on to Act 3, shall we? Um, tra- I. Here's the thing, too. Like, We'll get into it in a second. Um, Charles shouts no, and he starts trying to stop Peggy from killing Alan, but he flies right through her. He tries a couple more times, and he he begins to believe that Charles, and not Charles, Charles begins to believe that Alan and Peggy are the ghosts. And he suddenly realizes that Alan was the name of Peggy's father. And he suddenly thinks to himself, oh, Peggy's mom killed Alan in this house. He starts screaming and praying that it's a dream, and he wakes up next to Peggy. She tells him that it was just a nightmare and she asks him what it was as she walks towards the bathroom. Alan Charles tells her that he had a dream that her mom killed his, her dad right in this house. And she said, oh, that's weird, because that's exactly what happened. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that's exactly what happened on the night that I was conceived. She pulls the giant axe out of the bathroom, saying she wants what her mother had. A perfect honeymoon, a perfect love, and she can make sure that it won't be spoiled by time. Charles tries to stop her by confessing that he never loved her in the first place and that he only married her for her money. She grimaces, telling him that it's not true and that he proved himself by pulling the revolver out of the nightstand and telling her that he was going to shoot her and blame it on the burglar, the non-existent burglar. She says that he loves her too much to kill her and he pulls the trigger. But the bullets have been taken out of the gun and they are on her nightstand. He goes over and tries to grab them. She axes him. We cut to the next morning and Aunt Edith greets Peggy. She asks how the wedding night was and Peggy tells her that she is pregnant and asks Edith if she will love the baby. Edith responds by saying, of course, I will love you the way I loved your mother and the way I love you. I will love her the way I loved your mother and the way I loved you but no more men. Do you understand? And Peggy says, of course, but she's going to need, but she's going to need one one day. Right. And either says, of course she will. And we fade back into the crypt. Milo, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Then the crypt keeper comes back to us and he says, talk about family traditions. And then he talks about the bouncing bachelors and tells them to open sorry, and tells him before he gets married to open her closet door and see if any family secrets fall out. Beware of skeletons unless they're yours truly. And then he cackles. <laughs> sorry, my cat the was best trying cackle. to attack me. The uh, best cackle. The best cackle. Oh my gosh, whenever he said unless it's yours truly and he started laughing, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, yes! <laughs> um. So... Yeah, we got our—we finally got the Black Widow that I've been—I've been dying for since we started. Um, wife couldn't be one on a all throughout the house. She she didn't make it. <laughs> but here, um, it's funny too. I kind of even thought about Milo, Stop. He's going for the couch. Um, I know that this isn't an episode of Tales from the Crypt, but this is a segment that we as a As a squad discussed from the mortuary collection, it also reminded me of a monster girl who um you know she would have sex with men so that she could impregnate them with her monsters and okay. <laughs> um, except instead of one monster girl having sex with multiple men, it's like a family line of women, okay. you know, or at least that's what I thought, but it that's the kind of. Um that's the I guess theory that I had. Um, and so thought it sounded like your theory was maybe that Peggy it was just Peggy the whole time.
2: Or that's why I didn't understand. That's why I was like, so Peggy's mom married a guy, yep. had sex, yep. got pregnant with Peggy, killed him. Yep. yep. Why is Peggy doing the same thing then?
1: Um, So that's where I kind of get into the, like, theory section of it because it sounds, I, I wonder if Edith is, I'm sorry, give me a second. Milo, stop. So
3: the way the was- mom kind of explained it is that nothing in their marriage is going to get better than that moment that they had. Uh, so they kill off the husband, just uh keep that moment there like they said time ruins it or whatever
2: it's very weird um so why is peggy and her mom the same person
3: they're just trying to make like a family resemblance sort of I, deal
2: yeah and also like it's not a
3: family resemblance that's
1: they're the I, same i know, I know it's,
3: a, it's the same actress but and yeah.
2: So do they have powers? Why is this why is this so, guy seeing it?
1: That's the thing is I think that
2: I don't know. <laughs> I, think
1: that Aunt Edith is like, I think Edith is like and even like honestly, I just I kept thinking about the mortuary collection while I was watching this. Because if if you would almost think about Edith like the mortician, like she just lives forever and takes care of <laughs> the mm-hmm. next baby, you know, so like Peggy We'll have a baby and then you know Edith will take care of that baby when Peggy eventually dies, which part of me was like, is Peggy gonna die after she gives birth? Is she gonna die when she dies of old age? like I don't oh, know
3: sure yeah.
1: or maybe because yeah,
2: well, her mom died, right?
3: Her, her uh, mom died at some point. we don't know how or when.
2: Yeah, so why isn't the why isn't Aunt Edith just the mom or or so the mom's dead? And there's like some kind of like she died giving birth to Peggy and Peggy's going to now do the same thing or some something there.
1: Yeah, I guess if they'd at least mentioned like how Peggy's mom died, but it also does sound like Peggy's mom died recently because, you know, like the inheritance was what was brought up. And I guess maybe Edith didn't like Charles because it felt like he married her.
3: That's why everybody was dressed up black at the wedding. It was a funeral and a wedding.
1: Can you imagine getting married at your mother's funeral? (laughs) Family traditions my ass. What the fuck? (laughs) So maybe, I don't know, maybe Peggy and Edith are like both immortal and like I don't know. Because because that conversation that Edith and Peggy have at the end where she's like, will you love her? (coughs) It kind of sounded like Edith was Peggy's caretaker as well. So that's why I'm kind of like confused on it as well. It sounds like Edith was maybe Peggy's caretaker or just that like Edith, and it almost sounded like Edith was her mother's caretaker because she says, I will love her the way I loved her mother and the way that I right. love you. Right. So that's also where I'm kind of like, well, clearly it sounds like the mother, like it doesn't sound like Peggy and the mom are the same person, at least that's what I understood. I could be wrong.
2: I just I think they have some kind of powers. I thought they were like trying to do some like succubus type thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. But but then I I don't know. That's not the way they went with it, though. No, no,
3: I just figured (laughs) I just took the story as it is, and that they're just a fucked up family who do fucked up things. Murder family. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably why Peggy freaked out when she saw the her husband's ass is because he sat down on her dad's uh
1: her dad's death on, place where, where,
3: yeah
2: yeah 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 um also the the whole gun like <laughs> the whole gun thing he grabbed the gun and the like were the bullets there before and then all of a sudden the bullets were on the thing that's why I thought they had powers because she did that okay um right. and then also like was he was he actually in love with her at that point? Like it seemed like it after, right after they had sex, it was like
1: he yeah, was so he all the way of, in love. Yeah, he was right. in love with
2: her all of a sudden.
1: I don't think he was ever in love with her. No, like, I know that like having sex can make you feel a certain type of way, but I don't think he ever loved her. Not even after they they did.
2: Um, well, no, because I was sitting there and I was like, well, if he, she's right, if he didn't love her, he would just shoot her. Because she's got this big ass axe that she's about to murder him with, right? Yeah, and and he's I, not shooting her.
1: I, I think that she. He's I think gonna.
2: He wanted to kill her anyway. Why didn't he just kill her? He had. He had to self. He wanted thing. to get it in, Thon. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, after that, when she's art, when she's when she's threatening to kill him with the axe, and he's still just sitting there with the gun, and he's like,
3: Oh, he probably just. No,
2: I don't love you, and he's like having this conversation, I'm like you wanted to kill her anyway. She's got an axe. You can claim self defense, like. Your are golden, right. man. Just her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> For the, I mean, did y'all see the bullets in the revolver? Like, whenever he pulled it out of the nightstand, because I kind of just assumed that while he was sleeping, Peggy was. Yeah,
3: I think she t- took him out, took him out of the revolver as he was
2: sleeping. But when he went to go get the gun, wouldn't he have seen the bullets right there? I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, think about it. Like his wife is walking towards him, Max. Like I don't really think that he's. He's seeing a whole lot of things right now.
3: I'll come at you with an axe and we'll see how you react to that. (laughs) Are you going to
2: remember your gun next to you? But she wasn't like charging at him or anything. She was just like in the doorway. (laughs) I don't know.
1: know. (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) So... Um, yeah, the thing too though is that like Peggy is really not a very good axe murderer. Um, as we mentioned before with Alan, like she just doesn't look good. She literally just looks like
2: Because the axe was so comically big, she, she <laughs> literally cannot swing that thing without looking ridiculous.
3: Yeah, that is that's like one of the Didn't you say that was like a medieval axe? That'd be like one that uh you see the Oh, the executioner the, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah you mentioned that
2: because yeah. um, literally all you could do is have the yeah so you can it, only it do it one trick. like
3: it's <laughs> not that. a fucking hatchet or anything
2: that's why she that's what i was saying she was swinging around like a scythe, like she's mowing <laughs> the fields down with it I'm
3: <laughs> <laughs> you just need that one extra handle at the end there to go. that's
2: what she was <laughs> doing
3: the cross I do like the blood spatter effects though. Like she got yeah. all bloodied up mm-hmm. and everything. That was that I liked. That got yeah. that was pretty good.
1: She was making art. It's just her technique.
3: Yeah, Jackson Pollock painting. Um, <laughs>
1: so whenever straight up, I thought that we were going in a completely different direction. Whenever Charles was trying to stop Peggy. And he flew through her as a ghost. I was like, he's already dead. I was like,
2: oh my god. That's what I thought too. I was like, okay, she's, yeah.
1: Like she killed him and he woke up like as a ghost mm -hmm. without realizing it. And then I was like,
2: oh, okay, that makes sense. She's trapping these people in this house.
1: Yeah. Which I honestly, I was into, but then he woke up from the nightmare and I was like, fuck. (laughs) Um. I really liked that. I really liked the, you know, I like paused the episode and I was like, what the fuck? It was crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: Fortunately, that was not the ending we got, but it was still, um, I don't know. There was something like I was kind of expecting both of them to die since they are both kind of like have been manipulating each other the whole time. Yeah. As we know, the show is about people getting their comeuppance. I was like, when is she gonna, oh, back to the Crypt Keeper. Okay. She doesn't get it.
3: Um, no, because she's got a baby in her that's death bag.
1: (laughs) I guess you're right.
2: That's what I thought at the end when she was with the aunt. I thought like they were, she was gonna tell her something that like cursed her or something like that, or Mm -hmm. like, but they didn't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I was a little bummed at how they, they ended it, but the uh,
2: so the aunt is
3: clearly involved with this, right? Like, probably helped with getting rid of the body and all that shit, I'm sure.
1: Well, it sounds like... It looks like this house is super isolated and kind of, like, out of the way. So, like, I don't think that they need to hide the bodies. They can probably just... Because at the end of the day, like, Peggy's gonna come back from her honeymoon by herself and she's gonna be like, yeah, we went to wherever they went, you know, and he just disappeared.
3: (laughs) All right, so I fucking hate this episode.
1: <laughs> All right, so we're gonna create <laughs> well, the episode. Well, uh, here's, uh, sorry, later, you, You've already started your.
3: All right, your review. Let's go ahead. So, like, I think I'm on the same page as Thawn here. I fucking hate this episode. <laughs> it's so her Peggy's plan. She acts like a diss the whole time, like in the car, and oh. How are we gonna get into this house, sir? It's like what the fuck? <laughs> and then she, clearly she knows what the house is and oh god damn it. Then you got fucking go he's seeing visions when he's sleeping. Is this me grading this fucking episode? All yeah, right. Like <laughs> we're yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> were already right. in on your review. We're, we're grading it. Okay. I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> Simple as that. It's not a good it's there's not a good uh like rewatchability to it. Um I'm reading it up a uh, d plus. It's yeesh. Son, <laughs> Thon, Thon, what do you got for am me, I, man? Am,
2: am I up? <laughs> yeah. Um I was surprised. I thought you were enjoying it. I didn't know.
3: i like making fun of him more than anything
2: (laughs) that's true that is that is the good factor for for me on this is uh is laughing about it um i think i'm probably also going to come in with a with a d plus i think it maybe even a d um like there's no uh again there's no chemistry between the characters like not like bad chemistry no chemistry the um the whole plot, I just I don't I don't know what they were doing. Um, I don't know their supernatural powers. I don't know if they're just a weird family. Um, and yeah, where's the comeuppance? Give me the tasty comeuppance. <laughs> there, she she just walks away like everything's gonna be great for her. Well, the, the, you're you're the family that should get got. <laughs> that guy should also get get got. But you know. That's the family's like, okay, yeah, we're gonna keep on going.
1: Mm-hmm. The The minute that he snatched that map out of her hands, I was ready for him to get got.
2: <laughs> yeah, he he rightfully should have, but also the family.
3: Well, I don't blame him for snatching the map <laughs> out of his hand because I can't read maps.
1: <laughs> Sounds like N- Naderade needs to get axe murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know,
3: Logan, I'm actually kind of surprised that you're like uh, why aren't they just using Google Maps right there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why aren't they just using Find My? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um Are they using no. an Airbnb for this
1: place? <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the reviews are like. Um, no, I was I was born like I think right before GPS was kind of mainstream or invented. Uh, I remember all the maps in my dad's truck. I would like open them up so I'd look like the kids in the cartoons. Um, <laughs> seen a laminated map before. Yeah. Um, so is it my turn to grade? Are yeah, we Logan. Yes, yes. I thought
2: you were I thought you were rolling into it. I'm sorry. No, Logan, I know, what you,
1: it's okay. I didn't want to steal your thunder. What do you think um, of maps? So I also don't know how to read a map. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know I said at the beginning that I really liked this episode, and I think it's not so much that I liked the episode as much as I felt like I was able to relate to this character for a hot second, <laughs> um, but at the same time, um, you know, she kills the the shitty husband and then she gets away with it, so... There is a little part of me that's like, "Hmm." but also where's her comeuppance? You know, so I'm not going to give this a super favorable grade, though, simply because of the other things that we've discussed. It is a fun episode to make fun of. Um, But I think this episode deserves a C plus. So that's what I will give it. I am still, I'm not a hard grader. You know, some people, teachers, they're always like, oh, they're a hard grader. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know.
3: You know how okay, never mind. Scratch that. Um I've noticed like what episode is this? Six
0: here? Five. Five. Five.
3: Five. So I think in all these episodes, somebody has killed somebody for money. Am I wrong about that?
1: Um, First
3: one, Googly Eyes killed his wife. For money. For money.
1: What was and the second?
0: Oh, the
3: wife wrote
1: the house. Wife. Yep. For, uh, she kills her husband for the Nick monster. Yep. All the money. Number three was, was the, the cat. Nine rocks. so and he killed yeah. him for money. He killed him for money.
3: She his girlfriend killed him for money. Uh what was last week's oh the and then see what I'm pointing at <laughs> Yeah. And then we have the more more money killing there. That's kind of a pattern going
0: on.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you can tell that the the producers of the show really like their money.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: Milo. Oh. He just fell off the coffee table trying to get into the catnip.
3: No, you threw him against
2: the wall, I saw whoa, it. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 no
2: She me. would not hurt Milo like that. She'll come through the screen if you <laughs> even even mention that she would.
1: Um yeah, man, lots I, of I think I
3: think that's like what, another reason why I don't like this episode because of the, it's the same thing. We've already seen wives killing husbands for money or vice versa.
1: Well, she wasn't killing him for money. No. He was going to kill her for money, but she killed him. I genuinely think that she killed him because she was like, well, our love will be soiled by time. Because he had no money to give her.
0: He
3: had that dick. Yeah, all all that you had to give
1: her was. He had that ass. He had that ass to give her. (laughs) You know what? I I guess people have their priorities. So um,
2: I will say, I will say, your your view of like how you said you related to her character for for a minute there, like if that was. Like, like I said, I didn't pick that up at all. Like, I did saw it from the opposite angle, where she was mm-hmm. completely, like, playing him the whole time. Yeah. If I had seen it, like, if I had viewed it your way, I think I would have enjoyed the episode a lot better,
0: yeah.
2: because I think it would have been a more consistent, like, coherent story. Yeah. But I just, I didn't see it that way, so I was just like, "Where is this going?" I. I understand.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, gosh. Her, her plan really her plan really bugs me. Oh, uh, okay. I guess that's just my... Because, you know, she gets married. Her plan the whole time is to kill her husband. It seems like it doesn't matter if she really loves him or not, or if it's a perfect night. And... Excuse me there, I burped. Um, yeah, but what's with the playoff of, like, this house that's not really abandoned... That she's acting all dumb that the phone is out or... It just... It really bugs me.
1: She... So, there are two points where, like, she kind of throws in a, a red herring question or... So, whenever she dials the phone, she's like, how did you know it was dead? I was like... But, obviously, like, y'all saw through her plan so quickly. Maybe I'm just fucking naive or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but, also, like, whenever... I know it sounds so silly, but like I was watching with just an open mind. He opens up the glove compartment and you see the gun, and he's like, "Is that yours?" And she's like, "I've never seen that before." And then he's like, "Your aunt must have put it there." And I was like, "Oh, he had a reason, real quick, didn't he?" When really it was <laughs> her playing dumb, and I just fell for it.
2: I I thought no, I thought that too because the way he had the gun later, I thought that was part of his plan, and he was trying to he was trying to make it seem like he didn't know anything about the gun to mm-hmm. her. Like, I, 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 that's the way I read that part of it, at least, too. Okay, cool. So I'm with you on that one. Like, I thought the gun was him, but then I thought the keys were her. And I was like, right. hey, why, what is going on? Like,
1: <laughs> the keys were gone, and I was immediately suspicious of her from there. I was like, oh, maybe he isn't. And then I was like, they're going to try to kill each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, you know, at least like, which I don't know how well they wanted to communicate you know, one thing or another. Um, I don't know if they wanted us to know from the start that she was going to kill him. I don't know if they wanted us to know from the start. Or if they I don't know if they wanted us to think it was going to be him. I don't know. It, it wasn't as whodunit as I was wanting it to be. but Right. Whatever. Are you all ready to move on to where are they now?
3: Yeah, what yeah. was the final score of this one? Oh,
1: shit. Um... <laughs>
3: Be a, I gotta it, interrupt. It'd you be a there, C though. or a C
1: minus. C minus.
3: C minus? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're at a C minus. Sorry about that. No, not at all. Um, alright. We're gonna go to Where Are They Now?
0: Starlight, Starlight, the first stars see tonight!
1: Each week, our professor of astrology, Thon, will look to the stars and tell us about the past of the stars from this week's episode and what they might be up to now. Thon, take it away.
2: All right. Um, I think there's, I, I think really there's only one person that uh, is recognizable, um, at least for me. Um, it's a pretty small cast again. It's another, it is another episode with uh, Robert Zemeckis and Richard Donner uh, producing. So um, they're involved in that one again that we talked about the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Charles uh, was Stephen Schellen. Um He, he might have been in a couple of things. I didn't recognize him at all from from anything. Um, but he was in The Bodyguard as Tom Winston. He was in A River Runs Through It as Neil. Um, he was in Gone in 60 Seconds as a car salesman. Um <laughs> He was in uh, a, a a movie in the '90s. That I like I don't recognize him from it at all, but it was just one I wanted to touch on because I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it before. It's called Doctor Jekyll and Ms. Hyde, where the doctor, it's like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. But right. when the doctor takes the uh, takes the potion or whatever, he turns into like this hot chick. Okay, <laughs> he like so, so, so trying to ba- use. So then he's trying to use that and the science to like like the two personalities are like going like she's using her like her looks and stuff to like get into like you know rich places and all this kind of stuff and then he's trying to use his science and everything and they trying to split apart or whatnot.
1: Just like in Naruto.
2: Um (laughs) and then he was in he was also in a couple episodes of Outer Limits, which is another horror anthology um series. I'd love to get into.
3: So he's in a lot of stuff, he just not nah, nothing, nothing big. Yeah, no I mean, big, the, no big the,
2: roles. He pays the bills. Yeah, he yeah. was in those couple movies in the early nineties, and then not not a whole lot after huh. that. Um, Alan uh, is Richard Eden. Um, he again not really into much. He's he's in a lot of like shorts and maybe some video game voices uh, here and there. Um, but he was. Uh, RoboCop. He was Alex Murphy in RoboCop. Not the oh. movie. Not the movie. That was Peter Weller. Right. He was the movie, in the movie. 90s TV series RoboCop as Alex what? Murphy. <laughs> I didn't know they had a TV
3: series on that.
2: Yeah, that's why I was like It's <laughs> like, oh, he was RoboCop. Um and then he was also in I I'm I'm thankful I was uh, looking into this because this one he was in a TV series in the early '90s. It was only in for one season. It's called *Forever Night*. It was like a vampire, like drama, like okay, like one that would be like on after you know, *Beverly Hills 90210* or something like. Oh
0: my
3: god, it was Like one of those.
2: <laughs> not, not, man, not, in that vein. Man. I mean, it was like, like in that lineup. Days like, of our
3: lives. I got you. Yeah. It
2: was like in the you know evening prime time, like prime time oh evening, for one. I just I vaguely remember the show, and I've always I've been trying to remember what the name of it was. The Vampire it. Show? Yeah, it's called. Oh, you actually it you seen it a little bit. Forever but... Night. I remember watching it as a kid. I remember like having it on and being like, "Oh, oh it's a Vampire Show. I want to watch it." Like, <laughs> I was like, like seven or something. It was like, "I," but I remember this vaguely. Like there was a there was a, a vampire drama show in the early '90s, and I didn't know what channel. I didn't remember what channel it was on. I don't remember the name of it. I've been trying to find it, and that this is it.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm so happy.
3: Um, Are you going to revisit it now? Are you going to go watch the show? I would
2: like to because I want to <laughs> know. Like, I don't really remember anything about the show. I kind of remember like the house, and it was about vampires. That was about it, and that's all. I was, I was like, as a kid, I was just like, ooh, vampires.
1: And next so week like, <laughs> we will be discussing Forever Night.
2: <laughs> if I can find it, I have to find it streaming. So. Um. Aunt Edna was literally not in like anything. She had like 10 acting roles mm-hmm. um, and they weren't any parts or anything like that. But uh, Peggy, uh, Amanda Plummer, you may uh, remember her. Is that the one, Logan, you were saying you thought you knew her from something? Let
1: yeah. me guess. Um, Can I guess?
2: Yes. Is yes. she
1: in um, A Little Shop of Horrors?
2: She is not. <laughs>
3: what the no, fuck? I, 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 only, I only know her in one other movie.
2: She what is the been... other movie? Pulp Fiction. Oh my God. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> so
1: here's, here's the thing. I, I want to watch Pulp Fiction cause y'all know I'm a Tarantino fan, but every time I, it, it, I don't know what it is. Every time that I'm like, y'all let's watch Pulp Fiction. It's normally on a night where I'm drinking with friends. And those are the only nights where I black out.
2: Oh, that a girl. <laughs> so I never remember
1: <laughs> watching the fucking movie anyway continue sorry
2: wow pulp fiction makes you go hard huh
1: i, I guess it does <laughs> just like uma thurman i go hard say what go.
3: again motherfucker
2: yeah. <laughs> um yeah she was in pulp fiction she was honey bunny in pulp fiction um she was also in joe versus the volcano i don't know if you remember the uh the tom hanks movie no nope, uh, never heard of it You've never heard of it? It's Tom Hanks. Joe, Joe early, the volcano. Early, Joe versus the volcano.
3: No, still haven't heard of it. Oh my god!
2: Okay, Tom Hanks classic. Early Tom Hanks. Go watch it. Um, <laughs> she was in um, Fisher King. Uh, I I haven't watched that, but I know that was a big movie in the early '90s. She was in uh, Needful Things, the Stephen King. Oh,
3: um, I, I never seen it, but yeah, I know what Needful Things is.
2: Yeah. Um, and she's been working pretty steady uh, all the way up until even recently. Um, she's was in a lot of like shorts and like made for TV movies, stuff like that.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, but she was in um, the Netflix show Ratchet, um, which was the based on Nurse oh, Ratchet.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. with Sarah, Sarah, Paulson. Sarah
2: Paulson. Yep. Yeah. Um, so she was in that uh, as Louise. Uh, she was in Catching Fire before that. Um but the one movie that she was in that I recognize her from immediately. Classic, classic Mike Myers comedy. So I Married an Axe Murderer.
3: Oh, I, have, I haven't watched that before.
2: You've never watched it. No. Oh, my God. Watch, you need party. To watch
1: it? I've never seen it
2: either. 1000% I'll do a Watch Party because you guys <laughs> need to watch it. And it's one of my, like, it's it might be my favorite Mike Myers movie. Okay. So um, she was in
1: the same movie twice is what I'm hearing.
2: So that's what. So what yeah. I was gonna say. So what I was gonna say is the movie is so I married an axe Murder, and it's about uh, Mike Myers' character thinks that he married a, like a black widow. Okay. That murders. Yeah. So, so is, this, is this a sequel then to this story? No, because <laughs> no, it's from the guy's point of view, and uh, okay, it actually makes sense, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> We don't, um, and any, we don't have
3: any dream visions of parents having sex and then killing each other
2: or anything like that. No. No. <laughs> you do uh, you do get it, I believe you get to see Mike my Myers ass also.
0: Hey!
2: <laughs> <laughs> or a stunt ass, something. But she was in uh, when I saw her, I was like, oh shit, that's um, that's Rose from So I Married Axe Murder. Uh, I'm huh. so excited. And anytime I get a chance to talk about that movie. I'm gonna take it because it is fantastic. Everyone needs to watch it. So, thought: How would
3: you? How who has a better ass? Mike Myers or this guy in Tales from the Crypt?
2: Maybe Mike Myers. I oh, shit. <laughs> I nominate, That's hot
1: ass. I nominate Christian Bale's.
2: <laughs> he wasn't in this. He clearly, he clearly We're just wins.
1: We're talking about actors' asses at this point.
2: Um, but uh, oh, what I was gonna say about. So I'm your next murder, anyway. Um So the, the Netflix show, The Pentaveret, that just came out like this a couple months ago or whatever. The what? The Penta Pentaveret. Okay, I don't know. Heard
1: that, it, heard that word a, in the past year. I may have heard of the show.
2: Yeah, so it's it's a Mike Myers show. He plays like. 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I know what you're talking
1: that. about.
0: Is
3: now.
2: it out? Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. out. It's oh been out god. the last couple I have months to watch whatever. It. It's not it's not great. But um there are a
3: flash, lot of is he flashing
1: ass all the time?
2: No. There are a lot of um,
1: <laughs> No. Sorry. There are a lot there are
2: a lot of good cameos and there's some funny stuff in there. There's a lot that isn't funny. But anyway, so the movie So I Mary Knacks Murder has like when that when that show came out, I was like, Oh my god, they're doing the story of the thing they talk about in Soy Mary next Murder. So like there's a whole scene oh, on it. There's a whole scene on it in that movie. Okay, that's cool. Um, it's but the show doesn't have anything to do with it anyway. Right. That's a different tangent. Anyway, oh. go watch that movie. Um, and that's really the whole cast. Um, so yeah, that's where they're at.
1: And there you have it. Where about the teeny tiny baby that was in this?
2: It was only hey, this bad. big. I <laughs>
1: She's a clump of cells, Peggy. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> get her, can't get her SAG license on that.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like it's time for us to move on to this week's dilemma with Would You Rather? Well, class, which would you rather do? <laughs>
3: bop ba da bop, bop. It's Would You Rather with Don and Nate and Logan. Alright, that's enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is a game of Would You Rather, uh, where I give these fine folks a couple scenarios or situations uh, and they have to choose which one they would rather do. And we will start (laughs) with Logan, Logan! Logan! So turns out you work for a really rich lady she just got married and killed her husband you have to you have to do one of two things either dispose of the body or clean up the bloody mess in her bedroom which one are you gonna do
1: i don't like lifting things so i'll clean up the bloody <laughs> mess in the bedroom as long as i don't have to pick something heavy up <laughs>
3: All right. What what would how would you clean up that mess? Would you like hose it down or? Um. Would you, what kind what kind of cleaning products would you use to clean up that mess?
1: Well, here's the thing. I don't know how long the police have had that spray that kind of shows you if blood has been there. Like, I don't know how long bleach has been obsolete. Um, I feel like if it comes to anything that had fabric on it, which was like a lot of it, you just burn that shit. You know.
3: Yeah, that's not a bad idea.
1: So, and then, like, I'm sure that you can burn the bed without that being too suspicious because it would just be ashes. And then anywhere else that the blood may be, um, honestly, I would just do my damn best with some fucking pledge and Lysol and shit. (laughs) I can't get rid of the blood, but I can make it smell nice. (laughs) Paint the room, you know?
3: Don, what would you rather do? Get rid of the body or clean up the
2: mess? Um, I didn't know where I was going with this, but Logan had a good point. Yeah, I don't have—I don't have to pick up the body. Like, I don't have to carry lug stuff around. No, yeah, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, no clean the, I'll clean up the—I'll uh, clean up the—I'll clean up the bloody mess. if I don't have to deal with that. It's not a bad. Okay. Okay.
3: All right, you talk me into it. I'm gonna—I'm gonna clean up the mess too. <laughs> with if the you
1: guys parts are gonna... of oh. us three. We'll get this mess cleaned up in no time.
2: Yeah, if... Oh, if, absolutely. If, if you're going to ask me, like, well, how are you going to clean it up? I was just going to say, I'm going to burn that bitch down. Yeah. <laughs> they got money. They can just, rebuild. Yeah. the man. <laughs> yeah, that thing's just going down. I'm going to yeah. walk away and be like, it's clean.
3: It's if clean. You did, if you did have to <laughs> dis- dispose the body, how
2: would you dispose it?
3: I was kind of... You want the practical
2: way, or you want, like...
1: I didn't realize that I would be, like, giving my secrets out to the world on how to dispose of a body today, so... That's what I mean, Uh,
2: like, the actual practical uh, way, or...?
3: Let's do them, like, a more creative way. I'm gonna take it to an alligator farm.
1: Hey, there's a Crime Junkie episode about that. Really? Uh, Okay. It's it's a really sad story, though.
3: Well, God, way to ruin this game. Anyway.
2: (laughs) Well, like you guys were saying before, um... Like, they are rich. You probably don't really have to do much with the body. Probably just take it out in the back and bury it, and no one's going to ever freaking know.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Just dig a deep enough hole. But that's the practical way. What's the fun way that we're going to get rid of this body?
3: I want to take the body and hang it in the middle of a cornfield like a scarecrow. Uh,
1: dress it up and everything? <laughs> yeah. That's actually...
3: Right there in public, and then let the birds and whatever eat it.
0: Yeah. um, I mean,
2: I mean, there is the smell. Like people would know that that is an actual body.
3: Well, I got cow manure (laughs) to cover
2: that up. Um, I don't think cow manure is covering that up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even that, I've never hidden a body. I don't know what decay smells like. So.
2: (laughs) Oh right, right, right. Sorry. He's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah,
1: awful. Need, I know. You neither. No. I <laughs> son, that thunder is complaining about showed up. Oh, So, did you? so now we're we're storm buddies.
2: Well, I think mine might have passed. Where's your storm, made? Yeah. I don't know. Mm, your storm didn't come through for you, did it? Oh no, we had a storm. I just it's think a, it's passed now.
1: Oh, so I got so you're you'll be getting it later, Naderid is what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: Bond Storm came all the way over to me.
2: I don't think that's how weather works. (laughs) It
3: just travels to everybody on this podcast. We're going to hit that. Now we're going to hit low again.
0: All right. All
3: (laughs) right. All right. I really couldn't think of anything else, so I'm just going to make one up and... Would you rather yes. have soap in your eyes or soap in your mouth?
2: What <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Um I guess my mouth? Yeah, I guess we'll go with that one. You're gonna take that soap in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean the taste will go away and rinse that out. Uh I guess, I don't know. Yeah, the eye would hurt. It'd be stinging for a while. It'd be minorly annoying. All right. Maybe the there's a the chance the that soap. something that interacts if I go blind in that eye. You know, there, I don't want to risk that.
3: Fair <laughs> enough. You don't want to walk around with a cane? That's your choice. <laughs> what? Not the, if the self-blinded you. Why would I have a...
2: Oh, well, I wouldn't need a <laughs> cane, though.
3: If you're blinded by soap?
2: And and I just said one eye, though.
3: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> you didn't say both. You said soap in an eye or in your Fine. mouth. Soap
3: <laughs> in both eyes, Thon. Doesn't <laughs> matter. You still picked <laughs> <of> a reason. <laughs> Logan, soap in your eyes or in your mouth?
1: You caught me in quite the pickle here, man, because I... I'm very sensitive to, to taste and texture but soap in your eye like fucking hurts so I guess I'll have to take the soap in my mouth
3: I'm taking it in my mouth too bro
1: it's like painful
3: it is well the reason this one kind of came up into my <laughs> my thoughts was because I was taking a shower and some of the shampoo fell into my eye
1: oh my god and,
2: <laughs> and it stung
1: and then you're like, well, at least it's not in my mouth. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so the way that you told yourself to make yourself feel better, we just completely ruined.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go on ahead and move to creep yourself. <laughs> Woo!
3: What did you do this week, class, to creep
0: yourself? <laughs>
1: Now comes the time where we all show in hell something that we treated ourselves to this week. So, um, Naderade, what'd you treat yourself to this week?
3: Yeah. So I was in Milwaukee this last weekend with family. We went to a brewer game. That was good. Um, but, uh, we also went to this market. It was a pretty cool market. Like they had different shops on like for, for restaurants almost. And they had like, uh like a butcher shop there they had like Mm -hmm. a sushi shop and whatever but each of these shops also served food which was really cool and i served myself some i got myself some sushi god damn that stuff was good do you guys ever do you ever eat sushi yeah yes i love the deep fried sushi that stuff is great um also watched The Boy season finale. Mm. What a great season. Season three, I think it's my favorite of the season so far. I really like that show. I actually started uh revisiting season two earlier this week. So I'll just re- re- revisit two, and I'll more than likely be revisiting uh, The Boy season three. Uh, and that is about it. And Well, I'll, I'll shout out to Brandon here. Because he had his movie this week of Godzilla 98. Oh <laughs> I, I, I watched that American classic. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> it sounds like this movie is very patriotic. It's, <laughs> it's something.
2: <laughs> yeah, patriotic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, big quotes that's, the, that.
1: that's the vibe that I was getting from I the discussion guess. This movie. <laughs>
2: He was, his uh, I think he's being a bit facetious there.
3: <laughs> Anyways, that's, that was me treating myself this week. Uh, Logan. Well,
1: um, well, you know, it's really funny that, um, Vaughan was talking about how he like does not know what he creeped himself to this week. Because I was like, oh, I know what I creeped myself to this week. I got out of the milkshake and then I was like, I can't just keep saying that I ate ice cream every week because at the end of the day, like, does that really mean treating myself or just me eating ice cream every week? <laughs> um,
2: if it's once a week, it's treating yourself.
1: I, I, yeah. yeah, but that can't be so boring <laughs> if I just said that every single time. Um, whale, I, if you want to say I treated myself today, I bought Milo a tunnel, you know, cat tunnels. Um, cause that's, that's all this extra spending money that I get. I spend it on my pets. Uh, and then I got Barry a new toy. Cause I was like, if I get one for Barry or Milo, I have to get one for Barry. So no, nope, stop that. Oh, he's trying to make the cow. Well, you just throw
3: him against the wall again.
1: <laughs> um, I'm over here. Like I spoil my pets, but they misbehave quite a bit. Um, so yeah, that's honestly all that I really spent money on this week was, <laughs> um, milo and barry toys and um there was oh diego and i started a new show called i think it's arcane um it's like a it has like really the animation reminds me of like a video game but i think it's i think it's i don't know if it's an anime but i think anime fans like it um i'll catch i'll come back with you to y'all on that one because i i really liked the first episode it was really cool um So we treated ourselves to a new show. We've been watching Community. Um, there he goes again. And I don't know if y'all watched Community like just fully through, but it's pretty fun. It's a pretty entertaining show for now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Thon, it's your turn.
2: Yay! Um, Yay! Did I uh, did I did I talk about the the books I got?
1: No. No, you talked about Chinese food last week. (laughs)
2: Um, I got so I went to um, this badass used bookstore in town. um, Is that what it's called,
3: badass new used bookstore?
2: No, it's called. It uh, is. It is called a book mine, though, because it's like a it is like a big mine and just kind of goes on forever. You get lost in the place. Um, But I picked up um, a couple books. I picked up. 20th Century Ghosts by Joe Hill. Um, oh, okay. so it's a bunch of, it's like a collection of sh- short stories by Joe Hill. One of nice. them is The Black Phone. Oh, very cool. So that's got that in there um, as one of the short stories. I picked up um, a book by Peter Straub. I forget what it's called now. Damn. Fire, Firestarter, Fire something.
3: Firestarter is by Stephen King.
2: Yes, that's, that's not starter. It is something <laughs> like that, then. It's, I, I forget what it is. I'm gonna have to look it up, or I have to go grab it. Actually, I'm gonna go grab it. Okay. Um,
0: okay.
2: It's a uh, Hellfire Club.
0: Hellfire.
3: <laughs> club, well,
1: that's cool. I've heard
3: of that. What? It was Stranger Things, right? The
2: their D and D club. Hellfire. Uh, yeah. It's probably
1: Hellfire, a rock, but, right? yeah.
2: but no, the Hellfire Club, for their reference, I think was more like. X-Men comic book related. Oh, cool. This is the Hellfire Club and the X-Men. I would imagine that that's where that one is, not the book. But um, the other book that I got, though.
1: Fucking nerd. (laughs) Oh,
2: X-Men.
0: New mutants.
2: Well, the other book I got is actually a comic book. It is The Vault of Horror. Uh, Oh! (laughs) The Vault of Horror Volume 1 uh, collection. So it is the comics that tales from the crypt is based on
0: nice
2: um, yeah so there's a whole bunch of stories and they got like it's like legit comic book like just like they show at the beginning yeah so the crypt people shows at the beginning of the episodes where he's like going to the episode mm-hmm. and they got the little comic book style pages that's actually from this uh vault of horror and uh yeah so it's like a full-on like comic book
3: thing have you have you read that one yet or you just got that one right
2: no yeah i just got it i haven't read i've never i've never read any of them before but i was looking through to see if any of the stories in here are anything that like we've watched or anything like that and i haven't seen anything like that but
3: okay
2: we'll see and they have the little uh they have the vault keeper is it's not the crypt keeper on this it is the vault vault creep okay the vault keeper strange that little little guy i I
3: like the crypt keeper better than the vault. oh for
2: sure
1: The vault keeper is he, uh, the crypt keeper's granddaddy.
2: That's what it looks like.
1: Bro, stop! Come on. Um,
2: but yeah, and then if we're given recommendations on shows uh, we've watched, um, there's a couple. Um, one, they're both on Netflix. Um, one is a show called Glitch. Um, it's an Australian show. It's only got three seasons, but they're only like six episode seasons, <laughs> so it's pretty tight in that in that way. But it's about like all of a sudden these people just come back to life like crawling out of their graves. But they're not zombies. They're like, they're just, they're healthy themselves. Right. Like they're just regular people just crawled out. They don't really have any memories uh, of anything at that point, but they do come back pretty quickly. Um, Like memories of who they were and then like how they died and stuff as well. Um, But then it's also like like all the storylines you'd think of, like, in the like the MCU, people came back from the snap, and there's, like, yeah. you know, some people are growing up. Oh, my and God, some spoilers like,
1: bro. I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding.
2: But, like, you know, the people that didn't get snapped away have moved on with their lives, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of those storylines that you think of that they kind of, like, if you really started thinking about that, it's like, oh, that's kind of fucked up is what the show is Interesting. <laughs> and they this show does not hold back at all like it jumps okay. right into it and it doesn't hold back like the whole like if you start thinking like oh they could go this way they're just gonna be like nope <laughs> we're gonna yeah huh. it, it's it's pretty crazy it is a roller coaster of a show um uh but there is also like there's a couple other things that go on um that kind of make it way different and uh um, also make you kind of confused a little bit, but almost confused in a good way. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, you said this is an but,
3: Australian show.
2: Yeah, but it's on Netflix.
3: Okay. It's called glitch. Um, have you, have you, so how far are you on it? I finished it. Oh, okay. There's it only, it's only are 18 they, episodes. Are they coming out with a new season or would have they?
2: Finished? No, it, no, it, it, it pretty much, it it's pretty done. definitively ends.
0: Okay. Like there's Spoiler there's out. not
2: No, I I just mean like there's like when the season ended, like the final season, the third season ended, there wasn't yeah. like a like Yeah,
1: they didn't the, leave the they they it,
2: it. It wasn't like okay, well, what happens next season type of thing. Okay. Like it it there yeah. wasn't a there wasn't a it was concluded. Yes. That's what I was going for. Concluded. I'm gonna... Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. That sounds really inter- interesting. It doesn't take long to get going. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not one of those ones that you gotta like, oh, well, I gotta get through the first season and then get understand the,
1: ep- the, or not. the good
2: okay. stuff. It's like it goes right into it. Alright. The, literally the opening scene is the people coming out of the graves.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> oh, wow! <It's> not-
2: <laughs> like, as you turn it on, it's like people are digging themselves out of the grave. So, cool. yeah. Yeah. Um, the other, the other one is the the uh, movie. There's a uh, found footage horror movie called Incantation that just came out, um, and it's like found footage. It's kind of in the same vein as like the the original Blair Witch mixed with The Ring.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking the Bear
2: Wench from the fucking. Right. At the
0: <laughs>
2: <A> different movie. <laughs> Definitely not the Bear Witch. <laughs> Um, but they, they put a, they put a pretty interesting spin on like the found footage horror and, um, yeah, I was, I was pretty engaged with it the, the entire time. And, uh, it, you know, it kind of sticks with you a little bit after,
3: um, Okay.
2: so it's pretty interesting. It's, it's pretty good. It's, it's, it's definitely different. Um, but for like a found footage, like Netflix movie, it's, uh, it's pretty solid.
3: What was that called? Incanta- incantation.
2: Incantation. Yep. We... Yeah. yeah okay.
1: Called incanto.
2: Incantation.
1: <clears throat> no, incanto. It is.
2: It is uh, Japanese. Okay. Um, no, but it's Disney dubbed. But- or is it? Is it Chinese? No, it's Japanese. <clears throat> but it's dubbed. At least when you play it. So. All right.
1: Yeah, I'll
3: have to, I'll have to check all those out
2: good.
1: <laughs> that that has to be like the most awkward scene that we will ever watch in this show. Are you sure what? you're a virgin? Yes. Good.
3: Good. Good. God, <laughs> so fucking weird.
2: It All was right. it was, but that's also why I was like there's no fucking way. Like they're playing each other here. Like what the fuck is going on?
3: a third of the (laughs) show was sex scenes
1: no literally it was the horrible sex sex scenes. (laughs) i'll have y'all all all know i do not think there's any reason for a sex scene in a movie almost ever (laughs) because most of them are just gratuitous and like awkward like who wants to sit next to their best friends and watch a sex scene in a movie right anyway that being said let's get to our weekly seance spirits calling okay class the time has come for us to join hands and see if we can reach to anyone on the other side I'm gonna let Naderi try to communicate with the spirits today hey fuckers are you there <laughs>
3: <laughs> nope I guess not alright
0: so... <laughs> I tried
3: no that's awesome <laughs> I, I it's a little bit ready. more forceful this time Apparently the spirits don't
1: like being called fuckers, so... <laughs> well, I don't know. We, we'll have to figure out different ways to call to the spirits to get anyone to talk to us. But for today, if you guys would like to um, communicate with us, you can email us at ghoulishuniversity at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at ghoulishuni and Instagram at Ghoulish university And... Class is dismissed.